In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. And when eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child, his name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. It's the eighth day of Christmas, which also happens, of course, to be New Year's Day on the secular calendar. On the church's calendar, though, the calendar which marks time according to the birth and the resurrection of Jesus, it's a major feast, a feast of chief importance the feast dedicated to the holy name of our Lord Jesus. In less squeamish times, we call this day more straightforwardly the circumcision of Christ. St. Luke informs us that this is the day that our Lord was circumcised according to the law. His circumcision is one of the ways in which Christ was obedient to the law, one of the ways in which he brings redemption to us. And St. Paul says, When the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his Son, born of woman, born under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, saying, Abba, Father. Even his circumcision is one of the things Christ does for us, one of the things to redeem us from the law. It's all part of the gospel. In our times, though, the, the, our prayer book has placed the emphasis this day on the naming of Jesus. On the eighth day, his name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The mention of the angel, of course, is an allusion to the Annunciation to the Virgin Mary by the angel Gabriel. St. Luke narrates it thus. And the angel said to her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. St. Matthew adds a significant etymological comment when he says, the angel says, You shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. St. Matthew's comment is significant because it draws out the meaning of the name Jesus. It shows the significance of Christ being given this name. It's a common enough Hebrew name, Jesus. It can be understood to mean something like he saves, he rescues, or even God saves. And that's what I want to focus on this morning. Now, forgive me a little dive into the biblical languages because it makes sense of the connection. Our English Jesus is essentially a transliteration of the Greek word name that the New Testament writers give to our Lord, Jesus. And that Greek Jesus corresponds to the Hebrew name Yeshua, or in its alternative form, Yehoshua. And it's this latter variant, Yehoshua, that can mean God saves. And this is because of the mysterious name of God, the name that God reveals to Moses in the burning bush. 
the name written in four English letters, Y-H-W-H, often pronounced, and here I'll, I'll only pronounce the name once to make the point, Yahweh. Do you hear the connection between Yahweh and Yehoshua? The very name of Jesus means God saves. Let's say more about that mysterious divine name, Y-H-W-H, the four-letter word, the tetragrammaton, as it's often called. It's not pronounced by Jews out of reverence for God's name. Likewise, many Christians do not pronounce the divine name. And indeed, in the Old Testament, whenever you find this divine name, it's always written with another word. In, in our English Bibles, it's written, the Lord, in all caps, that's following the Jewish tradition of, instead of pronouncing the name, saying Adonai, or the Lord. So whenever you see the Lord, in all caps, in your Bible, it's the divine name, the tetragrammaton, the four letters, Y-H-W-H. The Lord first speaks his name to Moses from the burning bush on Mount Horeb. The account is in Exodus chapter 3. Maybe you remember it. The Lord calls Moses from out of the burning bush and says to him, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmaster, for I know their sorrows. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land unto a land flowing with milk and honey. And the Lord tells Moses that he is sending him to bring out the people of Israel from the land of Egypt. And Moses, trying to get out of it, asks the Lord, Behold, when I come to the children of Israel and shall say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And then God says to Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. And God said unto Moses, Thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, The Lord, in all caps, the tetragrammaton, Yahweh, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, has sent me unto you. This is my name forever. About this connection between the name of Jesus and the name of the Lord spoken from the burning bush, the late Pope Benedict XVI has this to say. He says, concealed within the name of Jesus is the Tetragrammaton, the mysterious name from Mount Horeb, here expanded into the statement, God saves. The, as it were, incomplete name from Sinai is now finally spoken. The God who is, is the saving God now present. The revelation of God's name, which began in the burning bush, comes to completion in Jesus. As Jesus himself will say in prayer to his Father, I have declared unto them thy name. In Jesus, we see who God is. The revelation of God's name comes to completion 
in Jesus. And his very name is a sign of that. He is the one who saves. The Lord who came down on Mount Horeb to rescue his people Israel from the land of Egypt is the same Lord who became flesh and dwelt among us to save us all from Satan's power when we had gone astray. Israel called upon the name of the Lord. So too the church calls on the name of the Lord Jesus. Indeed, in the New Testament, Christians are called simply those that call upon the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Those, that is, that look to Jesus for help and for salvation. Those who do everything in the name of Jesus for his sake, who gave himself that we might live. St. Paul writes, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. A name that is above every name, the name at which one day all things will bow in reverence and joyful obedience. The name of Jesus, the name of the Lord of all, the name of our merciful Savior. In 15th century Italy, the great Franciscan preacher Bernardine of Siena encouraged devotion to the holy name of Jesus. He encouraged Christians to put on their homes a symbol of the name of Jesus, a Christogram, the letters I-H-S, representing the first letters of the name of Jesus in Greek, I-H-S, for Jesus. St. Bernardine intended the sign of the name of Jesus and devotion to that holy name to be a means of putting away factionalism and other forms of division in the church to focus the church's attention on what, on the Lord himself. And I wonder, what would happen if you and I were to follow his advice and cultivate a devotion to the name of Jesus this year? What would change in our lives if we spoke the name of Jesus with reverence, reverence befitting the one who speaks from the burning bush, before whom Moses took off his shoes because he was on holy ground. If we spoke the name of Jesus, filled with awe, with love, and with joy. What if we ask God for the grace to delight in the very name of Jesus, that his name might become like honey on our lips? This year, may we learn to love the very name of our Savior, who humbled himself to set us free from every bond, who died for us so that we might live. Let us pray. Lord of all power and might, who art the author and giver of all good things, graft in our hearts the love of thy name. Increase in us true religion. Nourish us with all goodness. And of thy great mercy, keep us in the same. 
through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.